You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. All right, let's uh, let's go inside Hallis Hall in our next segment. Okay, so big, big uh, <laughs> this week on Cairo Santos. Going to be difficult to kick a rock. Is that what he co- compared it to? Or a- Rick, Rich, Richard Hightower said it would be like a rock. And, and okay. Cairo, in previous experiences, he had a really cold game in Tennessee one year. Felt like he was kicking a rock. Now, ordinarily, you know, I, I'm sympathetic to kickers, not really. But I think that this is a tough week for him to get well, to, to regain confidence because of the conditions and because of what he's coming off of. Where are we with Cairo Santos and, and why? how surprised are you that we are talking about him as a question mark in week 15? I'm most surprised that he hasn't booked himself on the Today Show yet to talk about his struggles and become one of the most honorable players in the franchise history. Sorry, sorry, Cody. That was just a little uh, side swipe that I had to get in there. Um, look, Cairo's an interesting dude, and, and, and I've really enjoyed getting to know him over the last few years because he is very introspective. He is very candid, and he is willing to share process and and things that go into everything that goes into place kicking in the NFL. And right now he's in a little bit of a, a slump. He has missed five extra points this year. He has missed five total kicks, field goals and extra points in the last five games. That is an undeniable uh, concern. It's a, it's a bad spot to be in as a kicker. You can rationalize this and say, well, he's 90% on field goals this year. And when you look at it, he's really only cost the bears 11 points, but Seven missed kicks is too many. Five missed extra points is too many. And along with that, David, comes a, a change that he's making now to try to get himself out of this quote-unquote glitch that he, he feels by, by now moving his setup for the extra point from the right hash mark to the middle of the field, hoping that, a, a, in, in his words, a change of scenery will, will help him get back on track. But this is, this is something the Bears have to keep tabs on because, again, we've talked about the – I called it earlier this week – a Santa Scroll list of, of needs that the Bears have in the 2023 offseason. You want to be crossing some of these off. You don't want to be adding to them. And now it looks like you know kicker is something that you have to at least in pencil write down kicker. You know, for 2023, Cairo's got three more games to try to get his own confidence back, to get the confidence of the organization back in him. And some of these changes are interesting. And I thought there was some really, um, I guess, insightful and, and, and noteworthy rhetoric coming out of Alice Hall on Wednesday afternoon about all this. And we'll start with a, a little bit of a, a soundbite from, from Cairo. Uh, he was asked by Colleen Kane, my colleague at the Tribune, about that move from the right hash to the center. And here was his answer on that. So I, I think that me going from the right hash and extra points. Uh, so for eight, what eight years now since they changed the, the, the rule, uh, it was the, the hash I, I liked the, the most. And I, I felt like once you enter the extra point like routine, like the process of setting up and kicking that kick from the right hash, it just became really repetitive. Uh, 
um, the, I just feel like right now, like the ball is not shooting where I'm aiming um, compared to the other kicks, the field goals from other hashes, other spots of the field. So, and, and so that's just kind of felt like I, I need some change uh, in that visual to line up the kick from a different angle, and not um, feel like that's what I did. Those two extra points later uh, today at practice, just ball hit going where I'm aiming. So that's something to look forward to. Just kind of give you something else, something different to look at too. Just psychologically, is it just different enough to kind of engage you a little bit? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. A field goal, I think, I feel more focused because it's a new spot. So it's like you figure out the uh, kind of the lines, like you know, right there. So I mean, in a way, just kind of something that locks you in more. Extra point. You already know it's coming from there. So like, it's helped me, you know, for for a long time, kicking from the right hash. But I feel like a bad habit you know is starting to develop and it, it feels easier to just go and, and explore a different different angle than keep I try to keep grinding it out up to this point I had five misses so I think it's not it just didn't work to to stick with it that sounds like a guy reaching and searching Dan I, I understand he's an accomplished professional who came into the season with a lot of momentum and success as a Chicago Bear but when you're making changes like that, it means that you're – I think I, I saw you on television. Nice job on WGN, by the way. Compare Thank it you. to a golf swing. <laughs> and it's it's very – once you start to think about these things and once you start to think about what you're not doing with the kicker, I think that you have started going down the wrong road. Well, I, I wrote down as we were re-listening to that soundbite here, uh, just for my own golf game, this sounds very familiar to me. The ball is not shooting where I'm aiming, Cairo Santos said. That I, as he said that, I, you know, I'm vigorously nodding because I I know that feeling, you know, like <laughs> I'm aiming here, it's in the trees over here. I, I don't know what went wrong there, uh, but you got to you gotta find a way to correct it. I think what's really interesting about this, and we'll hear from Richard Hightower here in a second, the special teams coordinator is trying at Hellas Hall to – attach the uh, the right level of urgency and importance to this without overemphasizing it to a point where it becomes bigger than it needs to be. And so there's this element here where they're where they are balancing technical tweaks and changes and corrections with with the whole headspace game that kickers have to play in this league all the time. And it's not easy to figure out. It's kind of chicken and egg, right? What went first, the the the, the brain process or or the actual mechanics and fundamentals of of kicking the football. And so it's not an easy juggle. And Richard Hightower had a, a little bit um, to talk about there when when asked if there's anything he can do as a coach, as Cairo's coach, to prevent this from becoming something that becomes a major mental obstacle for him to steer around. Well, I mean, I think you go into the terms of the person and the person you're dealing with. Like, some people need mental coaching. Some people don't need mental coaching. A lot of times with kickers, people don't know how to coach the technique. So everybody says, oh, it's in his head. It's mental. Well, did you look at his plant foot? Did you look at the ball flight? Did you know the wind and which direction the wind was going? Do you know what it means when the ball is not at 6 o'clock laces or 3 o'clock laces? It may not be mental at all, but I think that's a lot of people's crutch because they don't know what 6 o'clock laces are. They don't know what 3 o'clock laces are. They don't know if a target's off snap and we don't spin it right, how it could affect the kicker, you know? So I don't think it's – with this kid, I don't think it's mental. I think we just got to get back to work. Maybe, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I, I just don't think that 
we talk about six o'clock laces and three o'clock laces with Robbie Gold. Uh, and that's a very unfair comparison, but we weren't worried about these kind of mechanical problems in the, in the process last year. Something changed. Do you suddenly become more sloppy fundamentally? Do you suddenly become it's, – it's, it's, it, with a kicker, my sense would be that you lose as you age the, the leg strength. You don't necessarily lose the accuracy or your ability to do things the same way again and again and again, which kind of is mental, but it's tied to the physical and the process. I mentioned Robbie Gold. That's what he does so exceedingly well is that he has the same routine and the same – You, it's just something that becomes – uh, a matter of course. So when you're switching spots on the field, when you are having coaches, you know, that was a long way of saying no. You know, <laughs> when you have coaches explain that way, I, I just think you're, you're searching for something. I hope he finds it, but it's clear that he is not the kicker that he was last season. The Bills have a really good young kicker in Tyler Bass coming to town on Saturday. It'll be interesting to see how both of those guys handle the elements, handle their own respective situations and, and how they get it done. And a lot of people might say, hey, it's a 3-11 and season. The Bears are in last place. They're not going anywhere. Why is this a big deal? Well, it's a big deal because winning organizations make sure that they treat every situation equally. And even if you're 3-11, and you still have a, have a kicker that puts the ball through the uprights when you have scoring opportunities. And so you want to make sure sure that when you get into games of magnitude, which hopefully are coming sooner rather than later, that you have every uh, possible bolt on the ship tightened, right? Right. So that there's not anything. Rich Campbell and I used to always talk about loose bolts with this organization. And it always feels like there's a dozen of them that keep the whole thing for, you know, it's wobbly. And you say, man, you got to get a wrench to tighten those things. This is one of those wrench tightening processes that the bears have to get uh, figured out, hopefully before we clean out the lockers on January 9th and, and head into an offseason again that, that has already way too many needs to add kicker to it.